This is Matthew Cutler-Welsh with Passive House Accelerator and thanks for tuning in to this special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast recorded live at FierceCon 23 here in Houston, Texas. And a big thanks to Zola Windows for their support for this series. And I'm here with Rolf Jacobson. Uh, Good to uh, hear your talk. Have you have you enjoyed the conference, Rolf? Uh, the conference has been good. Um, I feel like every year I come to these things, I learn more and more, forget more and more. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been good. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your your background, your expertise. Sure. Um, so I'm a research fellow. Um, I work a lot on uh, grant funded research projects. Um, Focused mostly on building science, residential building science. Um, we're getting more and more into multifamily, um, but historically it's been single family work. So. And tell us the, the basis of your research that you've been doing and, and, and just presented on now. Uh, that research, the research we just were talking about in the session, um, it's a card grant project. It's funded by the state of Minnesota um, through the, with the help of utilities. Um, it's really kind of a market study or a market potential study of uh, multifamily buildings in the state. We're, we're not too far along that curve yet, so we want to try and see if we can move the needle and encourage some more, some more action. You had some qualitative uh, research, so doing surveys uh, as well as some, some data. Is, is that qualitative side relatively rare in in this world like i see a lot of people talking about energy models and uh yeah building performance Is, has there been much qualitative research and do we need more of that well that's an interesting question uh i i guess i don't see as much qualitative you know a lot of the grant funded research is very focused on the numerical side of things um I personally I mean, just my work on the grant so far, I've found the most interesting takeaways have been on the, the interview side. So that, you know, the, non, uh, the non-numerical work has been, has been my biggest learning experience so far. And what have been some of those key takeaways? Well, just hearing from the, the developers and the builders of the projects, um, people that have real stories or tell, stories to tell about their real construction projects. Um, in fact, I think that the thing that, uh, you know, the things that go wrong can teach us the most. And those have been the most interesting lessons, I think. Um, and a lot of things do go wrong when you're trying things for the first time. So there's a lot of interesting things to learn. <laughs> One of the things that uh, has struck me the last two days is, is how much funding is now available for uh, projects. And you were talking about um, funding available for towards actual certification costs uh, that's available now. Is that, is that looking good? Is it, is it, are you hopeful about the future for Passive House? I, I am. I don't, you know, I don't think we're there yet in Minnesota. Um, there's a Centerpoint Energy, which is the largest gas provider, has a small incentive available for that. But I, I think other states are much farther along. Um, and I, I, I think that that will progress um, from the coasts inward, <laughs> hopefully yeah. make its way to the Midwest eventually. Yeah. I think things are turning the corner. So, what's your personal motivation for doing the the type of work that you do? Um, 
Oh boy, I don't know. I mean, I've always been interested in kind of, I've been a save the environment geek since I was about a fourth grader. So this just seemed like kind of a natural outgrowth to me. I was a physics and math major, wanted to do engineering and discovered this whole world of building science through Passive House that I didn't know existed. Uh, so it's been a great fit for me and a, a wonderful learning process. So if you were to summarize some of your, your key findings, uh, what would those be? Um, well, I think so far we don't have a lot of the key findings yet for this particular card grant project. We're still working on that. Um, but so far, I mean, some of the, some of the findings we've had, um, you know, that, the, the, the projects seem to be running into issues uh, with complex mechanical systems. Um, it's going to be important for teams in an emerging market to think about how to simplify these things. Um, we've seen some pretty serious uh, things crop up um, just with not getting the amount of heating or cooling that's needed and the costs associated with poorly performing mechanical systems. Um, even with that, you know, the, the EUIs of these buildings seems to be within striking distance of what the models predicted. So that gives me some hope. I mean, with some optimization and tweaking, I think that there's going to be pretty good agreement. Is that a mechanicals issue? Is it a product supply? Is it a, a industry training or installation? Or is it, is it all of those things? It's really all of them. I think... Designers, engineers being unfamiliar with that in our market, um, you know, for example, VRFs just haven't been used very much. There's just a small handful of projects that have attempted that. Um, so there's unfamiliarity on the design front. And then when it comes to installation, even less um, familiarity. And then when it comes to operating, again, there's, you know, the maintenance and the, and the management companies just aren't familiar with operating those pieces of equipment. And so was that bringing in outside parties yeah. like we've had people come in from chicago to try and service vrf systems so v what's a vrf uh variable refrigerant flow just a heat pump like a large kind of heat pump network you mentioned uh you see a, a need for packaged mechanicals so uh sort of is that like a everything in one box type of thing is that what the that would be ideal yeah I, i'm i think there's you know, there's beginning to be more and more of those types of things on the market, um, which I'm sure Passive House Accelerator folks are familiar with. Um, that that can be really helpful because it's, you know, all the complex engineering happens and the assembly happens inside the box. So the contractors, when they go to install that, there's just very few things they need to connect and hook up. Um, and that seems to have, to have really helped. Um, if you can't use that, there's other options, you know, just simplifying the systems, finding ways to use the manufacturer controls versus third-party controls, things like that we've learned are been important. Have you been focusing on the Minnesota, Minnesota area and that climate zone? Yes. Yeah. How would you describe that climate zone? <laughs> it's clim Well, it's climate zone six and seven. Um, That's pretty cold. It's pretty cold, yeah. I, I like it cold, so it's... Uh, it's a good challenge. How do you like Texas? <laughs> it's been kind of cold and rainy down here, actually, this week. I mean, I was hoping to take advantage of the swimming pool upstairs, and <laughs> that first afternoon was about it. So, so where to from here? What's next? Um, we're going to be presenting this work next week at the AA conference, actually, in Minnesota, the AA convention. 
Um, so we're excited about that. That'll be much longer. That's a 90-minute um, presentation, so we can go into a little bit more depth with all the... Well, that's, that's super exciting because that's a bigger audience, right? And, and outside of the choir of, of Passive House. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then ne- are there next steps planned for, for research? What, what further research would you like to see? Well, there's still a bit of work to do on this particular grant. Um, we've got to do the um, energy cost savings calculations. Um, the state of Minnesota is really interested in that. Um, that's part of that's written into the requirements of the grant. So we have to do those. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people are waiting to see. Um, because everybody wants to come back to that, you know, the, um, what's the, what's the payback? Um, that seems to be a question that's in an audience like the AA convention, that's going to be the number one question because people have huge concerns about costs and they want to know how long it takes to pay them back. So we look forward to seeing the results in 2024. Yeah. Thank you. We'll get there. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for your time.